Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 106 of the Empowering Industry Podcast. It's coming out February 14th, Valentine's Day. So I had to sport my red here. I got pink. Oh, yeah, I did notice, actually. I did notice. So I'm your host, Charlie Matthews, and I'm joined by my co-host, the beautiful Bethany Womack. Thank you, Charlie. Happy Valentine's Day to you and everybody listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you coming back every Monday to hang out with us, celebrate with us, and listen to us give you some social media advice, listen to us preview news from Empowering Pumps and Equipment, and then bring you an industry interview. And I think we've done a really good job kind of weaving everything together this week. We've got a good personal branding episode and podcast episode for you. But before we get to all of that, I know the answer to this because you and I were together a little bit this week, Charlie. But tell everybody how your week was. Yeah, well, I started my week in Houston. So Sunday I flew in and I got to stay at a hotel, which was really nice. And then I got to transition to Bethany's house. Uh, Her and Mark are great hosts, by the way. Um, And I get to see the kids. And so I just love it. I mean, I could just sit there and play. And I don't don't know that I'm a great, like, you know, person to play with toddlers anymore. I don't know. You'll have to let (laughs) me know. But Bowen likes me. So that makes me happy. And he's a little particular. And she made eggs for us for breakfast. Like anybody who feeds them, the boys are going to love. So I'm just saying. Don't tell Carter. I hope he doesn't listen to this. He'll be expecting (laughs) me to make eggs every morning. Um, So I just had a great week uh, personally. And then professionally, we went on a tour, which you can talk about, Bethany. But um, it was fabulous to be around equipment and the energy of people who love to develop others. So yeah. Tell me about your side of the week. (laughs) Yeah. So you and I toured San Jacinto College, which is down in Pasadena. It's just outside of Houston. If you're familiar with Houston at all, that's where all the plants are, basically. It's on the south. I'm terrible with directions. South something side of Houston, okay? Where It looked like it was surrounded by the plants. Yes. Driving in, you see hundreds and hundreds of plants. And for one, it's a good appreciation of the type of industry we have here and the economy that we support here in Houston. But at this college, what they do is they train people to go work in these plants. They train people for the industry. They train engineers. we got two-year degrees, four-year degrees, and people leave there with a job, for one, uh, because they have so much industry coming through and they leave with all of these skills that they learn. Uh, to be operators in the fields and the plants. It was just really cool, honestly, to see all of the training things they had there and to get to walk through and wear a hard hat and talk to these educators who are so passionate about connecting the next generation in our workforce with industry. And stay tuned, empowering brands, empowering pumps. We've got some exciting things coming up on that front. We do. We do. Uh, We won't spoil it yet, uh, but you can imagine anytime we get excited about something, which I'm excited about our announcements today. We are going to have our sustainability summit today, if you're listening to this on the 14th. Uh, So it's live on the 14th, but it is on demand. And we've got just an unbelievable lineup. 
I love doing these summits because we get to pull on our resources and our network to bring in top talent uh, to discuss things like sustainability. Uh, This one we're going to talk about and have a panel about sustainability and ESG. Personally, I want to know a little bit more about it and and really dive into the sustainable uh, development goals and what we can do. Um, And then H.J. from ABB talking about the energy movement and the unsung heroes. Uh, That will be a favorite, as always. I really am thankful for him uh, kind of jumping into the sustainability world. Um, Last time we talked about circular circular economy. And if you haven't read that, it was in our digital magazine. It's it's deep. It's worth the read for sure. It is. It is. And, you know, then we're going to, you know, kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. I'm excited to have panels uh, around this. Uh, Blanca and Shantae, they both have uh, talked with us about sustainability before and change management. And so I think we're going to learn a lot. And if we bring our questions, it'll be super dynamic. So I hope if you're listening to this, you jump on over and join us at the summit. Yes, this event is free to attend. You just got to go click the link. You can join on in, ask questions. And like Charlie said, if you miss it on Monday, it's on demand available for you to uh, listen back and see what all we talked about. I think it's a wonderful way to spend Valentine's Day talking about sustainability. Okay, let's get social. This is where we're going to fill you in on something you need to know going on in social media in the industry. And we start... With Manufacturing Monday. Look at you. Transitions today are going great. Uh, Okay, so our manufacturer is Armstrong Fluid Technology, which I thought was like wonderful, all the stuff that um, Becca did while she was at AHR. Um, And so check that out. If you haven't seen it, go online, AHR Expo. Uh, So Armstrong Fluid Technologies, they have, you know, more than a thousand employees worldwide uh, operating seven manufacturing facilities on three continents. And so they are known as one of the world leaders and innovators in design, engineering, and manufacturing of integrated solutions for residential, commercial, and industrial applications. Uh, I love all of their pump technology, but it goes beyond uh, that. So uh, look them up. And of course, we're going to link to that in the show notes. I just love them. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And what Charlie mentioned at the top was we just this morning, hot off the presses, posted a video with Becca in their booth at AHR, just talking about the new technology that they're offering. It's a really fun video. Definitely check it out. Highly recommend it. And it just makes me retroactively sad that I wasn't also at AHR. So. <laughs> same, same. Oh, I miss that a lot, actually. Yes. So other things you don't want to miss out on is we want to invite you to our virtual meetups that we have coming up next. The next one for Empowering Women is going to be Wednesday, March 9th. That's every second Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. And we have a couple of new things that we're offering Yes. Through Empowering Women meetups. And I wanted Charlie to explain them to you because you're the one who put them together and we're excited to be able to offer those. Yes. So I am really excited because somebody reached out to me. Her name is Stacy Cassio and she was our mentor of the year for Empowering Women in Industry. She runs her own business and it's called Pink 
uh, pink mentor network. And she said, Hey, I'm ready to give back. I want to help your organization. And I was just like blown away. Right. Uh, but we talked through it and, and what she'd like to do is have a meeting on Mondays. And so a mentoring Mondays meeting, and this is going to launch on March 14th. Um, it'll be 11 AM meetings. And what happens is, um, similar to our meetups, we all kind of get in the room together, um, kick it off, and then we do breakout rooms. But th- for this one, it will be the same people in that breakout room for six months. And so you're going to talk about your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, and then you're going to have this team of people helping you and holding you accountable. And I just think that is wonderful that so thank you yeah Um, it is free it's not something that is uh that she's charging us to do so we just want to thank you stacy thanks for thinking of us and really looking forward to joining you on march the 14th i think it's a really good opportunity especially if you feel like you're in this maybe stagnant place of either personal growth or professional growth and you just kind of need that extra boost of energy or people to be your cheerleaders. I think it's a really great opportunity. And there was a lot of good feedback on our call about it. Yeah. I was going to say also, if you're looking to serve, right, you're looking to be a mentor for others, um, join us because that's really what we're doing. It's it's creating that mentor mentee environment. And so I think it's going to be great. Perfect. Uh, we're also launching a book club. Uh, check out empoweringwomeninindustry.com for more information on that. We're still deciding what time exactly that's going to be, but it's going to be with Gail Rudolph's book, uh, Power Up, Power Down. She was on our call and gave us some fantastic insight into what that's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And then the next Empowering Pumps meetup, if you're listening to this when it comes out on Monday, is actually tomorrow. Tuesday, February 15th. It's at 10 a.m. Central, and we're going to be joined by special special guest James Soto with Industrial Marketing. I'm super excited about that, just to tap into his knowledge about marketing in this space and uh, get some tips yeah, for he's, him. He, he also is um, super passionate about um, inclusion, and you know I, he's reached out to me several times just following our brands, and um, I'm excited to hear, too, what he you know, sees from his perspective being in that uh, industrial marketing space for so long. So yeah, he's, yep. he's great to talk to for sure. Pre-register, the link is in the show notes. Uh, when you register, you'll be sent the Zoom link and, you know, turn your camera on, introduce yourself, say hi, we'd love to have you. Okay. And you can also stay connected with us at Empowering Pumps or using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. Some people have done some sharing of the podcast lately, Bethany. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And so I'm going to mention some of them here. Uh, Melanie Homer, she's the VP and Reuse National Practice Lead for Brown and Caldwell. Uh, I love that company, by the way. Uh, Just anybody else that we can meet from there is wonderful. So thank you for sharing. I think they're still the number one listened, downloaded episode of the podcast is the episode well, we did with them. You know, and it's important because, well, if one, one, it's been shared uh, because yes. the, the content is important. And kind of going back to our sustainability summit, this is what we all have to understand and learn about, right? Um, the other person I wanted to highlight is John Lefebvre. He is the Queenlands manager. Okay. And so note Queenlands, Queensland, uh, <laughs> that is in Australia. So I was, I was just too excited about Australia. I couldn't get past that. Uh, but this that we're talking about the queen, you know, she's all over Australia. <laughs> 
But anyway, he is from Fit Resources, and he was also a U.S. Naval uh, nuclear propulsion school is where he attended. But I just think it's fascinating how many rotating equipment people that we have coming out of the Navy. And so thank you, Navy, for training all of them. Uh, And you know how much I love Australia. So thanks for making me happy about that today. The fun thing about that is to see the reach of the podcast and the reach of yes. our audience and this community that we've been building, uh, that it reaches all the way to Australia makes my heart really happy. And my shout out today was for Fred Schinkelberg. He's a reliability engineer and management consultant who also shared the podcast. I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who shares it. We put a lot of time and thought and effort and love into this podcast to share all this content with you. And so it really means a lot when you help spread it around to other people in your network. So thank you very much. Okay, today for the podcast, we are going to be talking all about how you can build your personal brand into your company brand and how you can really bring those together to get an even bigger impact for both brands. So what is it? When you, This is when you elevate your personal brand through your business by highlighting who you are on an individual level through whether it's a campaign, a product, a message. Um, it's something that you're sharing from your business, but about you. Famous examples of this that we think about is, you know, Steve Jobs at Apple. Everybody knows Steve Jobs is Apple or Richard Branson is a virgin. But there are some fun ones, I think, in this industry that we're just going to give some props to real quick for building their personal brand uh, and integrating it so well with their business brand as well. Why don't you highlight some of those for us, Charlie? Yeah, you know, it's really hard. Uh, She was asking me, okay, like, you know, who should we feature? And I'm like, okay, there's there's a lot there. So I'm just going to, this is just the top ones off of the top of my head. I'm sorry if I left you out. It's just because I didn't want to go on and on and on and on. But yeah. <laughs> uh, people I've talked to recently, Shadrach Stevens with Reengineer, uh, Kaylee Looney, who is an advocate for STEM, uh, Emily, she is with like Solaby, Emily Solaby with Hazard Girls Community, Jen Muir, who is, you know, really building her brand around pump system optimization. Rob Kalvaroski with his leadership launchpad, um, Steve Hernandez, the Waterwise Pro, and then David Reed with NOV. He has a you know special um, awareness program for human trafficking and how that has integrated with their company. I have loved watching that grow, and so there there's so many ways that you can do that and what you stand for. But I'll let you go. Like like why. Why do we do this, right? Why do we do this? And it's because people trust people, right? And so all those people that I just listed, you know, I trust them. I connect with them as people. And we want to, you know, make sure we connect with people and give them a person instead of a company. You know, your company stands for something, but when it's connected to a person, it really causes a greater brand recognition and and like that trust development because it's people to people. Yes. And I think sometimes maybe there's a fear of tying your personal brand too much to your business brand because what if you go and take a different job somewhere else mm-hmm. or or what if some XYZ happens? I would just say you're in your company right now. You're committed to your company's mission. Just make that leap. People aren't going to forget who you are if you are suddenly not tied with that company anymore. But the benefits you can get from bringing them together, I think, are worth it in the, in the immediate. Absolutely. Worth it to you and your company. Yes. hundred percent. So we're going to walk you through four ways you can build your personal brand 
through your company brand. The first one being to create your personal brand's mission in a way that melds with your company's values. So decide what you want, what your mission is for your personal brand outside of just making a sale. I'm not talking like, hey, I need to I need to make some sales and get some commissions here. Um, but, you know, is it to educate people? Is it to share the industry story? We've been talking a lot about that. Is it to um, help people find solutions to their problems? And then you look at your company's value statement and you find uh, where the overlap could be there. And so think of it as a Venn diagram. And where you find in that middle is where you want to live with your personal brand. And so our example is, you know, me personally, I'm really passionate. I want to educate people on how to use social media in this B2B industrial space. And Charlie, I know, is a super connector and loves to connect people in this industry. And then empowering as a company, we want to connect, inform, and educate. And so where Charlie and I found that we can fit our personal brand into that is we created this podcast where we're educating Mm -hmm. people, we're connecting people, and that's how we were able to bring our personal and the company brand together. Well, Charlie, you do it all the time with everything and empowering, but this is me where I find my niche, I guess, in the company, you know? Well, I was going to say, um, this is our strengths, right? Like we've pulled together this podcast out of our strengths. So it, it's not just, you know, only looking at the values. This is our knowledge and expertise that we have brought to this company, empowering. And so I think with the personal branding side and, and, definitely one of your strengths, Bethany. That makes sense for bringing it onto the podcast. I don't think we could have that without talking about our personal brand, just like we can't have the podcast without talking about social media, right? Um, yeah. I think it's really important. Okay. Okay. So I could go on and on, but I'll, <laughs> I'll stay with, I'll stay with our bullets here. Okay. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is to be visible on your company's content. So what I mean by that is, you know, are you writing posts uh, that goes out on your company brands? Um, so you could write, you know, a number of blogs, you could do webinars and podcasts. Um, I think podcasts, for all of industry is something that we need to look at. So if you're not doing that at your company, you know, you should. And if you want, you know, some tips, then we have some podcast episodes that, that we can point you to. Uh, but but yeah, be on videos, content that your company is sharing, create some reels or some, you know, just videos and posts of your personal brand through your company. And and you may have to do something. You may have to talk to the people at your company and see what their marketing plan is and see how you can tie in your thought leadership and see if they have a camera. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the camera. You will get better and better each time you get in front of it. Um, I was scared of the camera, not like Bethany's camera, but the video camera when it comes out, I'm like, okay, but you get over that after you do it several times, you, you loosen up. It's not so nerve wracking. And I would just say, yeah, don't be afraid of it. Jump out there. See what your expertise is. Is it writing posts? Is it creating videos? Uh, but, but dabble in all of it because it's fun. I, I guarantee you, you go to your marketing people and you're like, hey, I would like to help contribute some content. They're going to be like, give me a hug. This sounds wonderful. You know, maybe your marketing department, maybe your company is huge and you've got some channels to go through, but it's worth it because they want your content to share with their audience. Uh, Which brings us to our third point, which is be the subject matter expert. Find your niche topic. Find what you like to explain. What you, you know, there's always these questions people ask you that say, what could you talk about for 30 minutes without notes? 
I think that's a great place to start. Uh, yes. Something that you enjoy talking about with people. And then also think about it as something that is providing value other than making a sale is anywhere you can add value to your clients by giving them information that they need. That's key to gaining your audience, building your audience trust in you. Mm -hmm. And then I would just say on this, on the matter of being a subject matter expert, just never quit learning. Always find something new um, that you can learn and share with other people. I think it's a, a good way to build your personal brand. Yeah. And it makes me think of the podcasters in our industry and how much learning that when they interview someone that they receive, right? Uh, I, with our, I don't know, hundreds of episodes now, <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much from the people that we have on here. So um, the other thing that we wanted to share with you, number four, is to cross promote. And anytime that your company, you know, promotes you, features you, first say thank you. But then share it, you know, share it to the, your larger audience. You're going to have your company's audience and then you're going to have yours, people who, you know, care about you and are connected to you. And that really does grow its reach. And that's what you want. Um, any like or share just adds to that effect um, of growing your network. And that post is that post the reach of the post. Yes. Uh, okay. One great example is Becca, who is creating the self-care series. Um, I think she's on like four or five now and she does this to empower women. And we have seen each time that she shares it, right. You're bringing in her personal network, which grows our audience of empowering women. Uh, and so just love that. And, and it's not just empowering women because when she shares it, it goes across the board, right? So um, her network and all encompassing to see, okay, self-care is important. Here's some tips. I remember Ron Frasard mentioning that um, he had seen it. And so, you know, that's wonderful. And yeah, that's what it's all about. So I'll just say, I like personal branding because it helps you find your mission and something that you would be willing to stand next to every day and work hard for every day and stay in your values. And that's what keeps an employee working for you. They feel fulfilled um, and on mission with their their personal life. And so that's, I guess that's what I'll leave y'all with, you know, reach out, um, see how you can build your personal brand in alignment with your company. Cause that's really going to help, you know, keep, yeah, you know, keep the momentum uh, of your work life balance and, and all that fun stuff. So, okay. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Now we are going to transition into the news. This is where we're going to preview some news that's coming to your inbox this week in the Empowering Pumps and Equipment newsletter. We always start with our industry person of the week. And this week, I want to make a big plug to get people to nominate people for our industry person of the week. It's very simple. The link is in the show notes. You put in their name and their email and we'll contact them. And then if we contact you to be an industry person of the week, all you got to do is answer some questions, send your picture back, and we'll feature you. I think it's a great way to build your personal brand, uh, give you some content that your company could share and you as well, and give you that pat on the back that 
that you deserve that maybe you haven't been getting recently, you know? Yeah. But if somebody nominated you, they, you deserve it and you should step out there and say, yes, okay, we will. uh, I will let you share this content about me. Step out of my comfort zone. If that's, if that's you and me, it's not a problem for me, but if if (laughs) if that's you do that, we're 106 episodes in, I think we're past being a little nervous about it, but We understand that some people are, but we're just here to encourage you to do it. Yeah. And there's lots of positive reasons, like we said, around personal branding, why you would want to do that and share your story and vision. Um, Today, I'm going to share a story for you from uh, United Electric Controls. Uh, It's going to be about the best maintenance ally is information. I have to just, I mean, when I read that earlier, I was just like, That's really cool. I mean, information is key right now. Are we talking data? What are we talking about? Right. So they're going to talk about, you know, for instrumentation engineers and, you know, technicians, the worst nightmare for all of them is when they are called (laughs) in the middle of the night, probably uh, for an unexpected shutdown. And so they offer ball game or something that's, you know, they don't want to have to leave. (laughs) That's right. It's it's definitely going to be when you don't want to have to run to the office or the plant. Um, okay, so UE has a solution for that. Uh, it's the UE One Series Smart Switch, uh, which comes with many features for support instrumentation in the field. Uh, the most powerful tool for any technician in the field, they say. And it offers multiple features to help field operators uh, troubleshoot their plants. Uh, they bypass line is helpful to serve of big equipment. It also has a source of mistakes when they are not properly set up. So it's going to tell you all these little, um, I guess, whether it's a failure mode or not. And so I think just take a look at it and see um, how they can help you not keep you up at night. Right. (laughs) So, um, Okay. The author though, David is a design engineer with over 20 years experience in engineering. And so I always like to say that like um, when they're creating something like this, um, he has the experience. um, He's got your, you in mind, right? He has you in mind as he built this. So take a look at UE. Uh, They have a lot of great resources on our site as well. Yep. My article that I'm going to preview for you comes to us from our partner, Triangle Pump Components, Inc., and they are expanding their manufacturing facility. So due to increased demand, they are happy to share that they are growing their facility with additional staff and physical space. The facility construction began in September 2021. It has increased space for new machines, including robotics, which I think is pretty cool, Mm -hmm. um, which would make their manufacturing process 30 to 50% faster and doubles their inventory capabilities. Plus, they've added new staff and they wanted to highlight a person. One of the new people that they brought on is an applications engineer, Tracy Curtin, with over 20 years of experience. So definitely check out the uh, check out the article. Find out all the fun stuff that's going on at Triangle Pump. And I just see it as a good sign of growth in general for our industry that demand is going up and these companies are able to meet that in exciting new ways. So welcome to the industry, Tracy. We are so excited for you. Okay, now on to a really fun segment of the podcast. We have our industry interview. And we teased it a little bit 
the guest we have on is a podcast host himself, and I think he talks a whole lot about how he's brought his personal brand and really made it mesh well with his company brand and how he does that through the podcast. And so I hope you just stick with us here, listen to the interview. Um, oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Charlie, introduce our oh, guest. You, I got so excited. Can, I know. Well, this is what we love about the podcasters in our industry. Uh, Mike Murphy actually met Bethany at WebTech, uh, and so I have a great picture of the two of them, you know, nerding out on podcasting. Uh, but he has over 18 years experience at ABB. He's done all kinds of different tasks there. And really, this helps be a podcast host because he has all that knowledge and experience and understanding about their products uh, and their customers. And so he's currently a segment communication lead at ABB. Uh, he's based in Greenville, South Carolina, a beautiful place. And you can he hear that in his accent, by the way, yeah. in case you wanted to preview for that. <laughs> well, I, I think it's great. I think, you know, he's been, I love it. You know, you know, I love Greenville. That's where my in-laws live. And I, um, I just think about and imagine just, you know, being downtown and hanging out. So he will be, well, I was going to say he was a training specialist. I didn't, I didn't list that there, but I think that's important because the way that he goes through these podcasts um, and interviews anyone, it doesn't have to be just for ABB people. He can in interview other people outside of uh, ABB, but he works with product managers and focuses on target industries to promote the right product with the right message, right? And so it does actually help ABB and the company um, as we have content to promote and send things out as well. Yeah, Charlie talked about when we met. It was the first per he was the first person that I met in person that listened to the show and then was like, Hey, I know y'all show. I really like it. I have this show. You should listen to it, blah, 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 blah. And it was just this very, I don't know, weird moment because we hadn't it was my first event since COVID, I think, that I had been mm -hmm. to. And so uh, I just hadn't had that opportunity yet. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, we're so amazing. Somebody listens to the podcast. Forget the thousands and thousands of downloads that there been, but I know I see this real person now. Uh but That's he's right. It's not like <laughs> about being in person and someone yeah. saying something about the podcast. It doesn't feel the same because, you know, you're online all the time and there's like, you know, so it's a completely different vibe. Uh, so I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Bethany's famous <laughs> online as well as in person. Um, but Mike. Oh, I have really to cool. tell you. I have to tell you, yes. uh, Bethany. Uh, Carly. She downloaded the podcast on Spotify and I was, she said, is, is the podcast on Spotify? Cause she has it through, through Carter. And, uh, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, can I do a podcast? And I'm like, we've done it. We have won. We have inspired the next generation to podcast. So it was wonderful. I love her. She's wonderful. Okay. Everyone here is your interview with Mike Murphy. Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, Mike. I'm so happy to be able to just spend some time with you today. Um, I feel like I just met you. I mean, October was a while ago, but uh, it feels like, you know, you're new new to me, not new to the industry. So I'm going to let sure. you introduce yourself and kind of tell people, you know, what you do. Right, right. Uh, awesome. Yeah, great meeting you. Uh, that was back in October at WebTech. I, I apologize for jumping up and down and clapping. I don't know if that was professional or not, but uh, no, it was awesome seeing you at, at the booth and, and, and your team. So it was, it was really cool. 
Yeah, I'll have to give Bethany a quick shout out um, here because um, she's our co-host and she gets to go to a couple of different shows with us. And I think she was pretty excited about meeting you as well. So um, I'll let, you, I'll awesome. let you get into who you awesome. are. Sorry yeah. about that. No, but no, I no just worries. Yeah, I appreciated our, our, our selfie we took, um, even though we were masked up. Um, but uh, but yeah, now it was, it was really cool. No, Mike Murphy uh, with ABB. My title is Segment Communications Lead. Uh, what that means in layman's terms, basically, um, I work with the group and I choose or help them choose within a targeted industry, the right product with the right messaging. So what, what that messaging could mean is, uh, say, for example, like a digital marketing campaign or an email blast. Uh, lately, it's, it's heavily been involved with trade shows. And then most recently, the uh, ABB Solutions podcast. So love what I'm doing and uh, currently been in my role for about two, two and a half years now. Yeah, well, I am excited. I want to go in deep dive into the solutions podcast. But first, you know, I'm always curious how you got into the industry. I mean, you know, this pump and equipment world is just wild to be in with um, marketing as our background here. But what about you? How did you get into it? Sure, sure. Well, uh, I hope you're sitting down. Uh, but uh, there was a job application for a customer service rep. And I applied. Um, <laughs> no, nothing groundbreaking. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've done the, uh, the, the waiting tables uh, working in retail. So at the time, an and eight to five with weekends off sounded pretty cool. Uh, but, but Charlie, it wasn't until a few years in uh, when I started doing uh, plant surveys. I did, uh, so I was out in the field for about five or six years. And that's when, that was the springboard moment, right? Uh, not to sound cheesy, but that's when I kind of went from job to career. Because then I actually got to see where our products that we manufactured like went, right? So now um, that motor actually did something. It, it rotated. It, it moved fluid through a pump or it, it sent packages down a conveyor belt. That was cool. Uh, got bit by the bug, uh, have been bit ever since. Uh, probably like yourself, I can't go on vacation without pointing at something like, ooh, look at that bucket over in the back or something like that, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So love the industry. Kind of uh, ha- happy to be a part of it. Yeah. And it's so funny. I was just recording with someone else this, this week and we had the same thing. It's just, you know, you see it everywhere, the industry, and you're, you notice that it's part of your daily life and that it, you know, you couldn't have the things that, you know, you just need to lot to live Sure. It, without, you know, what we do every day or what the people around us do every day. And, you know, ABB is a special company. I've met so many people there and are I'm just curious from your perspective, because you've been there for a while now, um, you know, what is it about ABB for you that keeps you there? So uh, I'll go back, back to industry. Let's go, uh, let's talk about three big applications, pumps, fans, and conveyors, right? You'll see ABB on all of that. And that's, to me, that's pretty cool. They, they literally help make the world go round. And what's really special about being with a company like that is they're, they're very aware of reducing that carbon footprint to make product um, more efficient. They want customers to succeed. Speaking toward the cult- culture, they want us to succeed. Um, I know uh, management has got my back. Uh, they give me opportunities to, to grow, to develop. So, um, so knowing what we do, where we go, and having the culture, the management 
to to support you. I, I think that's a big deal. It, it definitely. I'm proud to work there. Well, I think I think what you're trying. I mean, what I'm seeing you say is that you know it keeps you working there, which is not a negative thing to say, right? No, like, for sure. I, yes, it's yeah. it's basically you know they're good to you. They provide you know what you need for for a career and gives you lots of opportunities. Which one of those opportunities I do want to go into with this solutions podcast because. I'm a podcaster now. I don't know mm-hmm. how that happened, but when you meet somebody that does that as well, you're like, okay, I, I know what you're going through here um, to develop it and, and kind of pr- produce uh, with someone. I have Bethany, thankfully, to help me, but there is something about you know the content that goes into it and providing you know something that people want to listen to. So, you know, what is the Solutions Podcast, and and how do you go about you know creating that? Sure. Great question. Um, so this really kind of happened to kind of complement a uh, webinar series that we've done, just kind of like like many other other companies out there. We, we were trying to find a different reach uh, to our audience, mm-hmm. especially during times when we couldn't uh, be face to face. So uh, a podcast was not new to ABB. ABB does have other podcasts. Um, they do some globally. They've uh, I know our ro- robotics division has a podcast series. But uh, to be more industry focused in the U.S., this was kind of a new thing. So um, they knew my background. Uh, They knew I was kind of helping run some of our webinar series. They're like, you know, hey, Mike, you know, what do you think about doing a podcast series? I jumped at the chance, Charlie. It was awesome. I love talking shop. Like you said, yeah, it does take some work up front to identify a topic that that that's relatable, that's kind of solution focused. And I know mm-hmm. it's in our title, but it, it's worth repeating that that it's not a a sales pitch, right? It's not a sales you know tool. It's it's a solution tool. So it's it's you know uh, talking about you know maybe uh, efficiencies or or you know overcoming those cavitation issues in your pumping application. So it's not not necessarily selling a product. Uh, we're just trying to provide a solution. Right. And you have a lot of solutions there that do require products, but also services and, you know, just being able to talk to the people on your teams. Um, it, it really, the sky's the limit there uh, as far as bringing in talent, but, you know, f- figuring out okay, what time to talk about what topic uh, I think is really important too. And, you know, when I think about podcasts in general, I just think, okay, this is a new me- media that we can share to, to reach everyone. Uh, but what for you, you know, when you're developing these, is there something or a, I guess a moment or um, a podcast that you really enjoyed or, or something that stands out to you? We did a few and kind of more targeted on the water series. Mm-hmm. What I guess jumped out to me for, for those, those few that we did was I, I hadn't had a chance to work with, with our, our industry experts um, at, at the time. Mm-hmm. And it, it just was uh, amazing at, at their level of knowledge and, and how they took a complicated, what I thought was a complicated subject and helped someone like me understand it. I really appreciate that. And, and I also like the fact that I, I uh, oftentimes still walk away with learning something new which is always nice. But yeah, to your point, it's um, you, you're starting out with that broad, broad topic. And then you're kind of um, trying to develop that, that cadence, if you will, the back and forth. Cause I don't want to just say, you know, Hey, talk about, you know uh, how ABB can, can help someone, you know, in, in, in the digital world. Um, no, you, you want kind of that, that back and forth. 
Uh, but I always walk away learning something new, which, which is great. But yeah, uh, there was some water um, topics we've done that that were that were uh, pretty informative. And then I've I've gone on and since to to work with them and and met a few of them at, at some of the trade shows. So so it's kind of nice when when you work with folks on on projects like this, and then all of a sudden you get the opportunity to see them face to face. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that and kind of all these ways that podcasts are useful, right? Uh, one, you know, you just said, you know, you can really connect with people and, and it gives you an excuse to kind of go back to them and, uh, you know, first invite them to the podcast. Right. But then, you know, you've got something now to talk to them about. Um, what, what about from your perspective, how do you find it useful? Well, I think one thing is it's informative, and you know it, it's one less PowerPoint we have to we have to go through. Um, <laughs> we're all uh, we're just uh, uh, inundated with with a lot of slides. Especially today, yeah, right? especially after uh, being you know in the world of figuring out how to connect uh, virtually, uh, there was a lot of a lot of that going on. Right. Uh, so yes. so yeah. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I like to to say you know hey our our audio recordings of podcasts are you know PowerPoint free. Um, <laughs> not to say we we might not offer pieces of collateral uh, to to go in addition to, uh, but no, I I, I think that's great. Uh, you, you don't nec- you need less setup, right? It, it's kind of nice when all you need is an app and you can listen to some inform- informative messaging on the go. Yeah. And I like that about your podcast too. It's a, the ones I listen to are about 20 minutes or so. And, um, you can, I, I guess podcasts in general, I mean, you can listen to that. I mean, I can even listen to a podcast when I'm drying my hair, which is, you know, a big feature, you know, cause otherwise you're just kind of feel like you're wasting your time during that. Um, and so I really like that, that, you know, it's, it's, transportable with you all the time and it kind of just gets get you thinking, right? So mm-hmm. what are, what is ABB about for one? What kind of solutions do they provide? You can kind of just put that on an auto uh, playlist and kind of learn a lot, learn who the, the uh, individual parties are within your organization around a specific topic. So I, I liked that. I uh, felt like I, okay, I know who the industry expert is on that topic now, but what's next? What, what do you, what do you have plans for next? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm always casting that net out, right. Trying to find, mm-hmm. you know, that next, Ooh, that sounds like a great topic. Um, I, at, at the conclusion of everything I record, Charlie, um, I like to open our, our platform. And again, people can just Google us at, you know, ABB solutions podcast and, and go right to our landing page. But I also send out our, our, um, uh, email site, you know, if, if maybe they can think of anything like, like a common problem or just, just how something, how there was an issue, and there was a, um, you know, there there was a way that they uh, resolved it. Uh, we we'd love to hear from them. So uh, so we're always trying to uh, to, to identify uh, new new products, new solutions, uh, in, in in the industry too, which uh, which I think also can can kind of set us apart as well. Yeah. So for our listeners, you are inviting um, people who are using ABB um, and, and kind of giving kind of case studies or stories about how they've worked with them, not just um, within ABB itself. Yes, absolutely. Again, it, it's just more solution focused. Um, I, I go back to, well, uh, empowering pumps. Uh, I kind of use y'all mm-hmm. as almost like a bench part. Yeah. You and your team are doing an awesome job. Uh, side note, congrats on the uh upcoming hundredth episode that that's awesome. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, so it, it again is, is not, not a selling point and we're, we are really adamant about that. We, we don't want to just come across as, Hey, if we got a deal for you, um, you know, just, mm-hmm. we, we, we want to take a, again in, in any application in any industry, 
um, identify that that right industry expert. And again, it's just that that make it conversational. Uh, like you said, so while you're blow drying your hair or you've got um, a little bit of time in the car or maybe as you're, you're, you're working, just, just be able to have something playing on in the background. That's, that's kind of our goal, especially for next year. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I think, I mean, we have plenty of topics coming up uh, out of the gate that we, you know, have to talk about. So we can, we can definitely share some of that with you. Uh, but I liked what you said about kind of you know, empowering pumps, kind of setting that bar and you're, and you're kind of following uh, along with us. But I like to see our industry taking a hold of this and, and really producing for themselves, right? I love seeing your platform and that, how you're using that and making it your own. And I just want, you know, more people to to do that because I think just like anything, you know, I can remember my first Facebook Live, right? And so like, um challenging right at the start. Right. And so the more that you get to experience that and you get that practice being able to talk on a podcast, and then you're going to be able to talk um, on a video or a video camera, then you're on the stage, et cetera. So it's just like this growth pattern. And I think podcasting allows you to do that in a way that you, you know, you, first of all, you don't even have to be on the camera, right? So you can just be audio audio, Mm -hmm. and that's how we started too. Um, and then you're like, okay, I got this down. I got my script. I know how, you know, you're supposed to kind of interact with this uh, from resources to um, just our our presence and, and speaking to our YouTubers now, right, of where they can see you. I think it's a natural progression. And I hope that, and I hope that uh, our industry will continue to do that. I'm seeing a lot more of that. And, you know, any tips that you would give them in starting a podcast? Oh, uh, no. Well, well, real quick, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, I couldn't agree more. Um, just the the steps I've had in my career have certainly, you know, grown in, in that confidence, uh, being able to speak um, uh, to, to an industry expert about a particular topic. And one, I, I think uh, still having a, a really strong and, and, you know, general interest in industry uh, mm-hmm. that 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 takes you really far. Um, if, if someone were to start a podcast, I would certainly start there. Find a topic that you're interested in because, I mean, people can tell if you're on camera. I mean, they, they, they can hear it. Uh, they can hear it in your voice if, if you're interested or not. Uh, so I would certainly start there. I, I don't believe you need the, uh, the high-tech equipment. Um, so that, that, well, that's Well, if we another... did, I would have been out. Right, would... right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, as I'm still wearing a, a headset that I look like I'm about to listen to my parents' records uh, right now. So... <laughs> Hey, whatever works, you know, at least you're not hearing yourself on repeat. That's something, y'all, if you don't have headphones, then uh, you'll hear, hear the echo and, and you're going to be completely off after right, that. Right, right. And uh, just keep, but, keep but at it. Yeah. Just keep keep practicing. Um, uh, I, I know my, my first few, it, it yeah, I mean, it, you, you can tell a difference <laughs> between the first few and, and as we progress. Uh, but yeah, that, that's at least what I would recommend. But I, I can't stress enough to, to find, a, you know, start with the topic you're interested in. And then branch out to ones that you're not, but um, yeah, just just um, p- p- people can tell, and and people will, will will start start to listen. Well, I have to say, I met you at WebTech, and I thought, okay, I want him on the podcast. You're just full of energy and excitement, and that is exactly what you want on a podcast. And you know, I, I wanted to know a little bit more about your background, and it sounds like you know you've got this sales personality um, that connects to marketing, which is always an interesting couple um, and it's needed. And so if you can get that and that, 
curiosity is what you're really talking about. Mm -hmm. Like I want to know about you. Right. And I want to know, you know, how I can connect you to the industry more or, or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, that's really what we like to hear. And I think that you have that too, right? I want to hear your story. I want to see, okay, how does this benefit, uh, both our, our listeners and our company? Cause that is an aspect to it. We can't just right. <laughs> talk to our best friends about nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, how can we create this message that's going out? It's valuable to everybody. And it does start with being genuinely curious about who they are, what they do and, um, you know, how you can help them. So, you know, I, I hope that people will take this as a message to get started on a podcast or sure. to be a guest, right? If they don't want to be the host of one, just to say yes to being a guest um, and kind of sharing in their story. Uh, is there anything from, you know, that you would like to leave our listeners with uh, from your perspective, just in general about this kind of digital space or podcasting? Really just stay interested. Um, just, just keep, keep, um, you know, I, I sign up for a lot of different uh, in, industrial, you know, magazines and, and I follow podcasts like, like yours. And it's just, just trying to stay you know, connected, um, stay, stay current. I mean, there, there's certain industrial publications that, you know, you never know when they might come up with a specific topic that, you know, kind of catches your eye. And then it, 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 you know, the, it, it gets that click, right. That, that we all know and want. Uh, so, Mm -hmm. so that, you know, I'm, I'm learning so much just now, uh, having been more exposed, uh, to podcasts, I know my eyes are starting to gravitate a little bit more, you know, where, where they used, used to not go. So, um, Mm -hmm. and then just, just seeing what other people are doing. Uh, but yeah, just, just stay engaged and, and, and keep that interest level, keep that interest level up. Uh, the industry, we're in a great industry. Yeah. I just, I just hope, uh, the, the, the future of this industry still, uh, still sees a lot of the same enthusiasm that, that I know you and I have. So. Yeah. And I I hope that people will do that. Exactly that, you know, look out who can they connect with. I mean, we do have some really strong leaders, both in um, the industry space, as well as marketing uh, platforms that are that are talking about how to be better marketers. Um, The other side of that is, you know, industry with like, what are the challenges, right? We've talked a lot about supply chain issues. And um, I've loved, you know, learning about circularity and, and, where we're going. And so if we can talk about industry and what's out there and what's happening today, then we'll really better understand for tomorrow. Um, And for our history buffs, if you look at the past, you can see some of that coming back too. So there's a lot out there uh, of just genuine knowledge that we want to have recorded so that we can share it. Um, I think this helps with, you know, the knowledge and skills gap that we have and that will continue to grow, hopefully being the solution. I, I do want everybody to think about it and know that they can participate and there's such a great industry that they can be involved with. So both people listening from the perspective of how do I get in this industry? And then for our marketers out there, you can create a podcast. You can look for opportunities for your team to be on a podcast. Yeah. So, so I just say I'm with you. I second that get involved, stay engaged and, and just be interested. I remember someone calling me, you know, saying that I just seem interested and I'm like, I like that. That's, that's <laughs> a phrase or description that I would like to be labeled as. So thank you so much for your time. I'll give you the last word here, Mike. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks again. Uh, it was great. Uh, great having uh, 
having me here on on your Empowering Pumps podcast. Awesome seeing you at WebTech. Hope to see you uh, maybe at another uh, another show uh, coming up next year. But uh, but yeah, if anybody would like uh, uh, to uh, check us out, uh, please Google us at the ABB Solutions Podcast. We're we're on uh, all all major channels. But yeah, please check us out. And we're back. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. I love having fellow podcasters on the show and not only because you have the right equipment to use, even though that is a bonus. Um, But everyone, let us know what you thought. Tell us if you were inspired to start a podcast because I felt that way, like that that was a little bit of the message he was trying to get to us. But yeah, absolutely. And yeah, thanks so much for, you know, just saying yes, Mike, and getting outside of your comfort zone. And that brings us to the end of our show, Bethany. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, do do us a favor, subscribe, rate and review the podcast. We love to see it. You can always reach us at Empowering Pumps using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast or email us podcast at empoweringpumps.com. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. So until then, be empowering. Be empowering.